Let's kick off another week here on the Locked On Syracuse podcast. Tyler Aki and Tim Leonard, the only daily Syracuse podcast on the market right here. Locked On Syracuse, our episode today brought to you by Built Bar. Come down the stretch on my box of Built Bars. Only have three left, so I'll need to re-up soon. And you too can get yourself some Built Bars. Remember, go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your first box. Again, that's BuiltBar.com. Promo code LOCKEDON gets you $10 off your first box. On today's show, we are going to talk to Josh Huff, who is a running back commit in the class of 2021. He shared a lot of good stuff with us, so looking forward to that in just a second. But also, be sure to check us out on Twitter, at LO underscore Syracuse, for all the updates on the podcast, as well as some Syracuse news and more. All right, let's talk to Josh Huff. All right, Josh Huff joins the show now, a Syracuse 2021 running back commit. Josh, we thank you so much for taking some time. Before we jump into the football stuff, just want to check in. How are you and your family doing during this kind of uncertain time? Um, well, they're um, doing pretty good. What What are some of the home workouts and creative things that you've been doing to stay in shape during all this stuff? I know your dad's been posting a lot of videos and stuff, but can you share with the people kind of what you've been up to? to stay in shape and stay in football ready? Uh, well, I I do my bench in my garage, and then I run about, like, twice a day. I run gotcha. Like a mile or two miles. That's not bad. I guess it's nice you can still get outside and, and do some running right now. Um, Kind of a question we always ask the guys to start off here is, can you walk us through a little bit of your recruiting process and – when Syracuse came into the fold and ultimately why you ended up picking the orange? Well, they came, there was like my eighth offer. They offered me, it was like the eighth one. And like, the reason why I picked them is because uh, they like came hard and they wanted me bad out of all the schools that offered me. When you say they're going after you hard, what exactly does that mean in terms of recruiting and the conversations they're having with you? Well, like they'll like call me and text me, they check up on me like every uh, every day. That process for you kind of started with the junior day from doing some research at Syracuse. Can you take us back to the junior day on SU's campus? What that experience was like? I was I liked it. It was like um pretty cool because. When we was doing it, we went to like uh, the basketball game when they played Duke, and I get to see how like the fans were and stuff like that, and it was pretty cool. Wow, that's cool. Did they win that game against Duke? Uh no. <laughs> uh, okay. Was that that wasn't the game that was supposed to have Zion in it? Was it? No, it was the year after. Year after, okay. okay. Oh, so this past year. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. It's always a good atmosphere for the Duke games. That was probably 30,000 strong, I bet. So when you left that junior day, did you have a feeling like maybe Syracuse is the school for me, or, or did that develop later on? Uh, Yeah, I did, like, a little bit. I said it felt like, like how my school was. Because, like, the fans and stuff, they're loud and crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I know a couple of the other big schools that were after you, Pitt and Kentucky, and I think I saw somewhere that that said that they wanted you to play linebacker a little bit. Is that something that you just didn't want to do in college? Um, 
it was one thing because like my parents they wanted me to like keep both because like other schools wanted me for different positions so he just wanted they wanted me like you know like I could play that other position too so are are the only two positions are they linebacker and running back or is there something else that you, you could also throw into the mix as a part of your repertoire um probably um yeah it's probably the only two okay okay gotcha. i saw dino i think it was a syracuse.com article said that dino kind of promised you that you would play running back at syracuse all four years how much did him saying that impact your decision to come to syracuse uh a lot because he was like the only coach that ever told me like something like that and then he felt i felt like he was honest about that when he makes that promise to you is that ultimately kind of what puts syracuse over the top against some of these other schools uh yes for sure why do you feel like running back is the best position for you well, that's um, because I've been playing running back like my whole life. I was like the first position I ever played football. I got a hypothetical for you here. So let's say that maybe there's some injuries at the linebacker position during your freshman year. And maybe just because there are so many running backs on the roster, there isn't a lot of playing time to be had for you early on. Would you consider flipping to defense and play, playing linebacker, even if it's just for a season? Um. I don't know. I just got to wait and see. Gotcha. Yeah, I guess that's one of those you, you'd have to play it out if it, if it happened for sure. But watching your tape, I think everyone's excited about you at the running back position that has followed you throughout this recruiting process. I saw one of those big offers was Pittsburgh, as we kind of mentioned. And I know your dad's kind of been joking with the Pitt fans a little bit on Twitter. <laughs> And I'm, I think the timetable was they offered you sort of right before your commitment to Syracuse. So that had to be kind of tough being kind of a local offer there and probably growing up near the Pittsburgh area. Was there any pressure to join Pittsburgh because they were that local school? Um, No, because, like, they all, my dad always told me, like, go to the place that you fit is best for you. And I felt like Syracuse was, like, the best part for me. Yeah, your dad's really been giving the business to all the Pitt fans out there on Twitter. Is that something that you see and you're like, Dad, come on? Or is it just kind of like, yeah, like I kind of like him riling up the, the Panther fans? Oh, no, I don't, I don't pay attention to that. I don't want to know that. Well, what's, what's it going to be like when you play against Pitt at Syracuse? I feel like that's got to be something you might be circling on the calendar, right? Yeah. Did you grow up a Pitt fan? Um, no, my dad was. Okay. Oh, wow. So he's kind of turning on I, his own now, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he I'm should. sure he'll be happy to see you in orange. Uh, we, we were really impressed with your tape, man. And watching how much speed you have for the size you have, we kind of compared your running style to Derrick Henry a little bit on the pod here, but how would you personally describe like your mentality as a runner? Um, I would say like, yeah, like Derek Henry. Yes, that's who I like always watched when I was younger. <laughs> okay, good because I was starting to think like, okay, you got a, a running back. He's six foot. What are you six two? Right, something like that. Yes, yeah, you're over six feet yeah, tall. Six 
And what are you, 230 pounds too on top of that? Yeah. I'm starting to think when you see dimensions like that, is that like seeing a white kid checking in basketball and just pointing out the shooter? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> They're the same as uh, as Jim Brown. So I know a lot of people have kind of been making some crazy comparisons. I, I don't know if you've seen this, but not not maybe serious comparisons, but when you see your name thrown around with like a Jim Brown, like what do you say to people like that? Um, I just be saying, um, not yet, because he's a legend. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's barely a legend right now. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Quick time out to tell you about our friends over at Built Bar. You know what the best part of my workout is? When I finish so I can indulge in another Built Bar. It comes in 16 amazing flavors, 8 chocolate nut flavors along with 8 chocolate nut free flavors and up to 20 grams of protein. And now you can get a taste of Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. Again, go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your first order. In the wake of everything going on with The Last Dance, and there's kind of a, a film crew that that's followed around Jordan and the Bulls back in 98, you kind of had that experience too. You were featured on Friday Night Tykes in the, the Steel <laughs> Country edition. So I got to ask you about all of that experience. What was all of that like having just these cameras around you? I don't know if it was 24-7 or what, but having these cameras around you while you're playing peewee football. Uh, yeah, it was um, it was real different because, like, I ain't never had cameras in front of me all the time. And, like, they came to my house before, and that was, like, insane. Yeah, we saw uh, – you were, you were looking pretty small and, and scrawny, a little different in, in the videos we saw <laughs> of that. Uh, what do you remember, if anything, like, from that experience? Um – that like that's probably gonna happen in the next couple of years, like be on TV and stuff like that. Was that something that you were hesitant to do? Because I know you were pretty prominently featured on it, but is that something that you were you were pretty eager to do, or are you more of a, a camera shy type of guy who who doesn't like the the spotlight like that? Like um, I could say uh like both got like nah i say i like first one because i'm going to i'm going to show people like who i am yeah that makes sense i think i saw a clip where your dad kind of mentioned something that you were maybe close to quitting or he was pushing you a little bit hard at times uh how close really were you to quitting if you do remember that um that was uh, I don't remember that really. Yeah, <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> well, are are you thankful, especially now that you're committed to Syracuse, you're you're going to be playing D one football? Are you thankful mm -hmm. for the amount that he did push you, given what what you've achieved in your life so far? Yeah, I'm real thankful for him and like my mom and stuff like that because they pushed me like harder than everybody. Because they wanted me to be the best person on, like, on the field. So, getting back to your game now, obviously, junior season just wrapped up. 
how would you say you improved as a running back during that season? Uh, I really, I like improved a lot because when I was like my freshman year, I didn't, I touched the ball like once my whole freshman year, but I started as a freshman. And like my junior year, I had like these two dudes that were like going to big D1 schools uh, in front of me that I still played. And then this year, I was like the top dog on the team. So I had to step up and like make plays. So what what parts of your game are you really looking at improving on when you get to Syracuse? Um it'll probably have to be like uh, my like juke moves or stuff like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cuz I want to try try something different. We know you can already run over people. So if you can throw in a couple <laughs> juke moves too then you'll be dangerous for yeah. sure. What would you say is maybe a part of your game that isn't being talked about enough or one of the underrated parts of your game? Uh, probably like my breakaway. I basically have a, I think I have a pretty good breakaway speed. Like my size. Okay. So. Well, I feel like, not to just give you an answer here, but I feel like one part that I noticed from your tape is your hands like you're obviously very good catching passes too and for your size that you don't see that very often we were talking to some people that said maybe uh you were going to be lined up in the slot at times in your high school season is there any truth to that and how much do you work on pass catching um yeah it's true i am going to be in like in the slot or out wide because i can catch and like run routes and then um yeah, that's like one of the underrated things. Cause like when I be on the field, like the DBs and stuff, you're thinking like I can't catch or I can't run or nothing. I just outrun them. That's just that's four. <laughs> your dad gave us a little primer on you as well. I know you're probably tired of us talking about your dad on this podcast, but he said <laughs> that you're also very good on special teams too with kick returns. Is that something that the coaching staff has talked about you potentially doing with Syracuse? Um. No, <laughs> not really. Do, would no, you okay. want to? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be okay. something cool to do. Yeah, another opportunity to hit some people, right? So can't go right. wrong with that. Uh, I think you kind of mentioned this earlier, how there are some similarities between your school and Syracuse. And I feel like watching some of your tape, your the offenses are kind of similar a little bit too. What was it about Syracuse's offensive style and their coaching staff that appealed to you? Uh, the style is like they like big packs and they like to run the ball. That's like what I like about that school. And coaching staff, they were like cooling, but they were like different than other ones. Like they just make you feel like you're home or where and stuff like that. That's good to hear, especially with a coaching staff that's relatively new, especially to the program. When you look at a Syracuse offense and especially the receiving numbers and you see these wideouts put up these video game like numbers, why is it intriguing for a running back to come and play for a team that Really, the, the numbers are really gaudy for receivers, but for running backs, this team has really struggled to have a 1,000-yard runner. Uh, I can 
probably contribute or help out with the running game. Yeah, I feel like they've just been waiting for a running back maybe of your caliber to give the ball to. Because Dino said at times that he wishes they had a 1,000-yard rusher a couple of these past seasons, and he feels like it was a miss that they didn't. But uh, when you got that Syracuse offer, do you remember when you found out what that moment was like? What was the first sort of emotion that came to your mind when that happened? Uh, Yeah, it was at the junior day. And, like, when I first walked in, and I saw uh, Coach Justin, he told me to, like, come over. It was just me and him and my mom. He he told me I got an offer. And that was, like, my first Power 5 offer. Wow. I bet your mom was pretty happy. She was right there with you? Yeah, she, she was about to start crying. <laughs> <laughs> What's that like? I mean, sure, it's cool to get these mid-major offers, but once that – first power five kind of cracks through and sees something in you does does that kind of change your mentality for your whole recruiting process moving forward uh not really because like i can i had to keep my options open when i was in the recruiting process like i could have my dad and them they wanted me to like go somewhere small but i knew like i wanted to be big we heard uh, West Virginia and Texas A&M were kind of close to offering you, maybe. What were some of the other schools you had discussions with or went on visits to? Uh, Penn State and um, Cincinnati. Okay, okay, so those are two of the other big ones you had there. You played the 3A level out of six classes in Pennsylvania. Do you think that if you played at a 6A level, you'd be rated a little bit higher or maybe you'd have even bigger offers than than the ones that you've gotten? Um, I really don't. I don't know. Can you kind of explain to the listeners, too, what exactly is the difference between playing at the 3A level and the 6A level? It's, um, I think it's uh, about like how many players are on your team. Like, yeah, that makes sense. It, I, it, I feel like it's the same, like, skill-wise. Okay. Which coaches recruited you the hardest throughout the Syracuse process? Um, Coach Lynch and um, Coach Justin. Those are the two. One thing that I see a lot with freshman running backs, they might struggle to get on the field early on, but blocking – in pass protection is something that can really help them see the field in their first year. How would you assess that part of your game? Uh, I think it's like most important because like you got to protect the quarterback. You, you got to like, like do a lot if you're not touching the ball. You got to protect the quarterback. You got to block all that stuff. And I think it's like an important thing to do. So we had another one of those 2021 guys, Malcolm Folk, the safety on our show. And I don't know if you saw this clip. We tweeted it out, but he uh, he was kind of joking. We asked him one-on-one who would he if he was able to stop you one-on-one because we were talking about your tape a little bit. And he did give you a lot of credit, but he said he thinks he's got you one-on-one. You have a, a rebuttal for your pal Malcolm? <laughs> I was just saying um... – He's a good player on defense, but uh, 
I think I'll take him. It probably, but I don't know. We'll just see yeah, well, how it goes. Yeah, the last thing he might see are the lights on the train, and then uh, it's you to the end zone. But who knows? Maybe that's something we will see down the road in practice. So with all you 2021 guys, do you have – is there some sort of group chat that you've got going where you're you're talking with each other, getting to know each other, especially during these times where you can't really meet up with each other or go on visits to the campus together? Um, I think we're going to probably start one soon, I think. Are you guys as a group are – are you trying to recruit some other players to join? or is there anyone in particular that you've been talking to to try to persuade them to come to Syracuse? Yeah, I'd say that persuade them to try to go there. It'd probably be uh, Stephon Hall because he got an offer from them. I'm trying to like convince him. What's your pitch when, you, when you're trying to sell the program? What are you telling Stephon? Um, I thought the first thing I tell him is like, it's going to feel like home. Because I, I played against the Stephon Hall. Fun stuff with Josh right there. We'll do it again tomorrow, including our draft of our favorite power running backs. You know, we talked a little bit about being a power back with Josh. He will tell you who his favorite ones are, and we'll get to a draft between the three of us to determine our favorite power backs of all time so all that coming up on tomorrow's show we'll also tie up some loose ends from the weekend of recruiting as well including some players who maybe could be picking Syracuse in the next week or so so we'll get to all of that on tomorrow's show on both the basketball and football front be sure to check out the locked on ACC podcast after you are done with this one for Tim I'm Tyler we will talk to you with Josh Huff again tomorrow